Um, to our own boys, um, oh, sorry, outstanding boys, um, Khan Fultures, um, yeah, wow, yeah. Um, oh, uh, I just want to say thank you to Queensland and the fans. This one's for you guys. Thank you to everyone in this stadium. This is the best stadium in the world. Thank you very much. And on behalf of the worst ever Queensland team, thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we now invite Daily Cherry Evans, Queensland champions in 2020. Good everyone, welcome to episode 226 of Not The Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson. I'm joined by Rob Cox. You can see him this week. And uh, Mr. Maddie Duncan as well, who's uh, been the advanced hair this week. And um, I think he's been very happy with his purchase because the Queensland Maroons have turned around two years of origin being dead to uh, find that Queenslander spirit that was missing for the last two years. Uh, and here it is again. They've won the origin series in 2020. Two to one. Maddie Duncan, you have the floor. Hello, Wozniacki. Good to be here, mate. No, uh, how good's November Origin? <laughs> Never to be seen again, I think. It's that good. I, I, th- I think it might be a once and only uh, limited edition. So, uh, yeah, no, it was a good night. Oh, well, there's the Queensland portion of the show. Uh, Roberto Cocksmith, uh, how do you feel? Uh, mate, I, look, I guess we're going to cover off a few things later on uh, in this podcast, but... You've got, to, you've got to take your hat off to Queensland and Wayne Bennett in particular, who had that team up different, I mean, virtually same team, but different uh, kind of um, way that they went about business compared to game two. Um, hats off to them. Queenslanders. Never, never, never underestimate a Queenslander, mate. Uh, and especially a, a Queensland team wearing the maroon. They seem to, it's an, old, it's an old saying, but they seem to grow another foot tall and uh, become bulletproof. Good job. Yeah. Except for the years they don't win and that, that whole Queenslander thing disappears. But hey, that's origin for you, isn't it, boys? Uh, 20 to 14 was the final score. New South Wales, I think, got lucky to get that close in the end. Um, Queensland dominated that game, I thought, in a very similar way to that second half in game one. Uh, they had New South Wales on the back foot for about 40 minutes straight there. And uh, the Blues, who lost to Desco really early in the game to just a bit of a freak accident with uh, Papali. Um, we'll get to what happened after that uh, shortly. But Cameron Munster, boys, uh, we've seen some pretty good performances in Origin over uh, the last 40 years. Um, we all kind of missed the greatness of Wally in those early 80s to a degree from a remembering it blow for blow point of view. But there's been some great performances sort of from mid-80s onwards. Uh, Cam Munster last night is in the top 10. Ooh. Certainly, yeah, I'd say it'd have to be. But from a Queensland point of view, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was dominance. Rob, yeah, I agree. I agree, mate. Um, look, Cam Munster's one of those players, a little bit like Gagai. He seems to mm. to go better in Origin than he does. Um, not not that he's a not that he's an ordinary player in club football, but he he seems to lift and. Um, uh, I think without him last night, Queensland would have struggled. Um, he was their 
you know, he guided the team more so than Daly did, uh, Daly Cherry Evans. And um, he was their backbone last night. He was their, you know, he, he kind of, he was great in defence. He was great in attack. Uh, yeah, yeah, real good, real good performance. Very good. It was like he entered that game with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, I thought. It was, you know, everyone said that I didn't play in game two and that's not why we lost. New South Wales was just better. He seemed to come out and just go, well, for a start, he slapped uh, Nathan Cleary on the ground and didn't get, got a penalty. That was impressive. Uh, but that was the only thing I could find fault in his whole performance. Uh, there was a, he was, he was, you know, we talk about Cam Smith and his ability to massage referees after the years of Wally and co. Last night was one of the great efforts from Cam Munster I think with the referee, he he had him in his back pocket the whole night because he just was in his face the whole time. He was making things happen. He he was the dominant force on the field, and the game just flowed off the back of him. That you know, you said rugby league week used to give the ten out of tens. I've got to give him ten out of ten for last night, and I don't give them lightly. Yeah, close to ten for me too, mate. Um, I'm sure Maddie's probably going to give him an eleven. Um, but yeah, look, very very good performance. Um, I don't often wish that some Queenslanders were Blues players, but I, I, he's one of them. I wish, uh, you know, we we lacked a five eight all night. Um, we've really lacked one all see all all series, to be honest. Um, so, but yeah, very very good. Yeah, great great performance. Um, you know, uh, great um, leadership. Damn good player. Yeah, I think Bennett summed it up really well in the, in the press conference in in the days. In the modern day of footballers, where we see athletes more so, Munster is a footballer. Yeah. He's a he's got instinct, and but he's he's still got the physique and build to to be that athlete. But he's he's still got that football nous, and he just can read a situation and and, and turn nothing into something. You guys know who I love growing up as footy players, you know, who I went for and the rest of it. And at origin level, there was a player that played for the Blues and the Raiders who took the Blues on his back in those 90s. I honestly, as I, I just came to me then, but there was so much Laurie Daly in how Munster played last night. It, it really was that sort of, boys, get on my back. I'm going to take you uh, to the promised land, so to speak. That was, I often thought, who do I compare Munster to? And I know 5'8", it's easy to pick certain players but last night's performance just as I sit here and reflect a little bit and get less angry about the fact I hate Queensland it's that Laurie there was Laurie Daly running around for Queensland last night that's just my view yeah I, I mm. think that's a fair comparison and, and, and he is a player um, similar to Daly who we've seen in the centres and, and 5-8 but if, if you played Laurie Daly at lock or fullback as well it, it, it would have worked and that's that's the same with Munster if you, mm. if you need him to be a back rower he could be as well like he's, he's just got that versatility I, I, I think that's a really good comparison, Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I do too, mate. Um, I, I think Munster plays with a little bit more aggression than Laurie did, but um, other than that, they're pretty similar. Pretty and similar the whole players. time, in that, especially in the second half, when Queensland were, they were pressing, they were pressing, they were pressing, all you were waiting for was Munster to run. You were waiting for that step to come into play. And it's very much like when you watched Daly back in the day, you knew that was his biggest threat but he made other players around him so much better because of that. And sometimes Daly didn't run it enough. The thing with Munster is he doesn't die wondering in regards to running the ball. Uh, and last night, we identified this Cogsmith after game one in text, but New South Wales just could not stick that first tackler anywhere near enough. It started in midway through the second half, or started the second half in game one. It even happened 
game too, to be honest. But that, that to me was one of the absolutely critical elements of New South Wales play is that they could not stop. Not so much the offload, but just that second phase that, that would come around from the first guy just not wrapping up the ball. Yeah, not, not completing effective tackles um, was one of the, the things last night. I mean, Queensland, don't, don't forget as well, like Queensland beat us with defence last night early on. They, they were very aggressive. They were up in our faces. They, yeah. they, they were off the line very quickly, sometimes too quickly. But look, uh, they did a great job um, just in, in bashing New South Wales, you know, and it, and it worked and it works. It doesn't just work in origin. It works. You'll, you'll beat teams with, with big defense every time. If you can keep your, your enthusiasm up and keep getting off your line and keep bashing the guys, it'll, it'll, it'll eventually pay off. It always does. You know, no team likes to get bashed. No. You know, they start to get desperate. They start to do weird little things. And, um, the, the script went just how, how Wayne Bennett thought it would last night. And, um, yeah, Really, really good job by them. It's funny, the other thing that happens when you get bashed is sometimes you just wait for it to change. You don't go out and try and mm. change it. You still think, oh, mm. we can just withstand this bashing for a little while. The game's going to turn, we'll get our penalties. Very much a club mentality. Um, and mm. quite have shown in the two wins that they had in the series that that origin mentality of you just do not take the foot off the throw. Um, yep. Gets you the result. You spoke about bashing... I thought going into game three, the most logical player to get Molly Lewis medal, we all sort of didn't, well, we didn't think of Munster because we thought New South Wales going to win, but we thought DCE, who I thought played really well again last night. But Josh Papali had one of those games last night that you just go, why the heck would you ever take him off the field? <laughs> and he came on back after yeah. five minute break, didn't he, Matty, I think? Yeah, well, he, he, I, obviously at the game, you, you miss a few things. He looked pretty dusty going off when he first went off. So I wasn't sure if that what injury that related to. I thought, well, this this doesn't look good. He was he was on the ground for a bit, yeah. and then he went straight off. But five minutes later, he was back on. So I, I'm not sure when. I, I, Elfie was with him, and they called him, and they, they he went straight off. So I'm not I'm not sure. So maybe it was a little bit forced that that change at the time to bring him on five minutes back up to five minutes. But um, I thought I thought Bennett overall his um, use of the interchange last night was. It was 10 out of 10. We were looking to give scores. Like, uh, and whether it's, it's Wayne or Neil Henry saying, let's bring this on. Whoever's pulling the strings with the interchange certainly deserves a, a pat on the back for Queensland. Wasn't that the old uh, joke around Mal Meninga? He was the coach, but he basically sat in the box. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was. But anyway, if it, whatever works. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we'll get to the Blues in a sec, but I want to give Papali a special shout-out. And Harry Grant. Uh, I was worried. I, I, again, you talk about Bennett and use of the interchange. He brought him on a lot earlier than I thought he would, and the game was there for Harry to find his feet. It, it wasn't a situation where the Blues were up by a, a, a fair margin and he had to sort of make an impact straight away. That was really gutsy from Bennett. I thought he'd wait another 10 minutes, and he brought him on, I think, in the 25th-ish sort of minute. It was about 2025. About 10 minutes earlier than I thought he would. And, gee, like, New South Wales just did not have the leg speed to cover him around the ruck. It was, it was really evident. He only made like three half breaks and scored that try, but you just were worried the whole time. And as a result, the line didn't come up and it created space for the DCEs, even Jake Friend playing at lock in the last 20. And obviously- that, that, that other, the other smart play by Bennett, the logical move was obviously carry off and bring Friend back on, but mm. Bennett 
felt had a feel for the game, obviously, and thought, well, we can't take him off. We'll, we'll just bring in Bren back on it as a tackling machine and, and, and let Harry where he is. So, yeah. So Queensland, uh, they've run with the catch cry worst Queensland team ever, even DCE referenced it in the last part of his speech. Uh, what I love about that comment, and I, I get it, I can get it from the whole player's point of view, but when you've just lost in the series before, oh, we don't care what the media says, we don't care what the media says. The moment you hear something you don't like, then you win, all of a sudden it's like, it's motivation. Um, and to be fair, I would like the Sydney media to completely write off the blues for next year. That'd be great. We can just put it on the wall and you know, be sweet. That whole, that whole narrative, um, I had a look at the team last year that ran out for Queensland. I'd say it's not much different than this year's. Uh, yeah, no, no, not, not, I, I suppose that any team that's got the leagues in them probably takes a bit of a hit. Like, I think that, that puts you down. But I, I, overall, and I know they won 3 nil. and this team, to call this team the, the worst team, is actually disrespectful to the 1995 team. Bingo. There were some proper nevels, as Fatty was starting that team. Like, there was some some very fringe first graders. um, And you had the likes of Eichen, who was a bowler, and then become a very good footballer. But there there were some very mediocre footballers who put on a performance against a, a team that, had some genuine superstars for New South Wales. Like, if we're talking bad teams, 1995 says high. Yeah. On that, Rob, I guess what I ask the question is, and it's never going to happen from a media point of view because it's not how you sell papers and get clicks, but should we reserve that comment about the worst team in origin history until we look at the result after the three matches? Because then we can look at 2000, can't we? Yeah. Mate, I, I think you know, I think you're right. Uh, you know, the whole media build up to any origin is about selling clicks or newspapers or some bloody thing. I don't know, but I I, I think it I think it was just a an off the cuff. You know, there there were a couple of uh, eyebrow raising um, selections in the Queensland team, but they were down on cattle. They had to they had to pick blokes that may not. Would may not have generally been picked in an Origin team, and they all stood up, mate. I mean, look, Branko Lee cops some cops some heat. People were like, "Oh, Branko Lee and his cousin Edric." I mean, wow. But they both played well when they played, you know. And and you can't, you know, all the Queenslanders played well. Corey Allen started off having a shocker last night, but he was a factor. Um, yeah. He was a factor in the game. I thought he was going to have a Justin Hodges-esque style <laughs> debut, and I was hoping. But, uh, you know, he had a little blip, and, and, you know, he got binned. And, but he had to do what he did when he got binned. Um, mm. Otherwise, we all know what was going to happen. So, um, no, I, I can't call them the worst Queensland side ever. They've won a series, mate. Um, and they've beaten a, a fairly handy New South Wales side on paper. So. Ooh. We will get to that New South Wales side in segment three. But, boys, as we wrap up the opening segment where Queensland take a series two to one. Uh, Matty, that is their 12th Origin Series win in the last 15 years, buddy. Is it that many, is it? Mm. No, I haven't been keeping... Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. No, sure you haven't. <laughs> as many fingers and toes that you've got, buddy. That's all good. Uh, that's uh, segment one. We'll be back to talk about what I like to call the gutless wonder in uh, episode 226 of Not The Footy Show. Not The Footy Show. Show? You've blooded 14 uh, players in this series one. I mean, it is, 
it is quite remarkable when you think of it in that, that context, I guess, of what you've achieved. Well, we achieved something similar in 2001. We brought Alf back for that third game. And I think the key to us tonight was getting Munster back on the field for this game. And we didn't have to bring him from England. We just had to make sure his head was OK. <laughs> Mate, Matty Duncan, you know, he hasn't been keeping score. His number plate used to be Origin 11, and now he's just gone and changed it up at the RMS <laughs> to Origin 12. That for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. What a shocker. I don't, I don't keep score. No, no. All right. Okay, we're back. It's episode 226. I've got uh, which way? Maddie this way. Roberto that way. And uh, Jared Sutton was not invited on the podcast, boys. Uh, can you imagine why after the last night's performance? Oh, I, thought, mate, I thought he was okay. Yeah, Maddie thought he was all right. Uh, mate, look, I can't get into the, I can't get into the nitty-gritty of... Um, of uh, what my thoughts were last night and, and what I may have yelped at the TV a couple of times. Mm. But, geez, I thought it was a substandard performance from, from referee Sutton. Um, you know, I think there was three or four howlers in that game. And I mean howlers that, that changed the game. Um, and unfortunately for us, uh, New South Welshmen, um, it was all in Queensland's favour. You know, it... it there, there, there was an early penalty for crowding the play the ball. I mean, far out, guys. It's state of origin. Crowding the play the ball. And it, was, and it wasn't a six to go. It was a penalty. Yeah. Um, then, then we had the Cam Munster slap in the face on Cleary. Down penalty Queensland. Queensland. Mm. Uh, then we had, you know, the penalty try thing. The penalty try thing, I can't blame him too much for. Although, I hate how referees are forced to give an opinion on something that they haven't got an overall view of. Um, so the safe way is always to say no try mm. um, or maybe the least courageous way is to say no try. Um, Josh Adokar, I mean, he had a sore foot last night. He was the fastest on the field uh, the, by a fair was, distance. I think he was, or the planet. Um, but look, Mate, he was in front of the three Queenslanders that were chasing uh -huh. the ball. Ultimately, the ball bounced up sweetly. You can't discount that. Mm -hmm. um, and he was um, he was taken out of the play. Uh, you know, should have been a penalty try. Uh, and then again, in the last few minutes, I'm sure you've got more examples, but the last couple of minutes, we've got Kafusi, Police Kafusi. you know, they, they reckon that Nathan Einmarsh is the ultimate flopper. Well, Felice Kafusi is the flopper that never moves. He's like he's like a you know he's like a lump of granite that just drops and then looks at the referee with a stupid look on his face. Mm -hmm. um, you know he should have been sent off in game one when he wouldn't leave the field after being sin binned. I mean the referees just don't do that anymore. But basically we've got spineless referees. You know there are a few that probably should have been chosen for origin mm -hmm. in my opinion uh, that have a little bit more uh, going on downstairs, but. You know, I, I, I would expect that a referee who's looking for a little bit of respect would look at a bloke who won't leave the field and say, mate, you're sent off. Mm -hmm. Sent off, you're going. Bye-bye. Um, and then, you know, fix them up in the judiciary because this whole slowing the play down, and, and every, every team is guilty of it, but this whole slowing the play down and, and stacking six blokes on a tackle and then slowly peeling off, it's not in... it's. It's not in the best interests of the game. It's not in a. It's not a good spectacle. I'm not taking anything away from Queensland last night. I just think that New South Wales were 
may have, have been um, dealt a pretty bad hand in being able to compete for the win. Um, they left their run too late and they lost. And and everyone, including myself, would say that, that Queensland deserved to win yep. ultimately last night. But those things that I spoke about, mate, I, I, I'm not saying that the referees are cheat. I'm just saying that he might have been persuaded a little bit by the crowd and by the Queensland players, um, more so than um, he should have been. I mm. mean, you know, we, we sent each other texts last night. I, I, mate, I looked on Twitter at the end, and I mean, I know that Twitter is a bit of a, uh, a you know, a bit of a, a litter ground of bad comment and people being keyboard warriors. I'll take it. But geez, geez, there were a lot of a lot of comments about the refereeing, even from some Queenslanders. But I've had I've had my you know dig at the referee. I still I still don't think he should have been the referee chosen. I still think that Chechen and, and Grant Atkins are better Agreed. referees. Agreed. Um, I don't know why he was picked. There are there's some. Um, if you're playing away, the New South Wales gets to pick the ref. That's how they used to do it, isn't it? If you were the away well, yeah. referee. That's twenty seven well, years that, ago, though, isn't it? Yeah, but Along in recent that. times, in recent times, I thought that both teams had to agree on the referee. Um, no, not now. Maybe the NRL would make that call, and it wouldn't be up to them at all. Right, but geez, you would think you would think, given the, you know, and I, and I'm and I'm not raining on Queensland's parade. Right, they won fair and square yeah, and we're full marks. To it. But 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 you would think. You would think, given the rough trot that New South Wales have had from this particular referee over the years, that Fittler would put his hand in the air and say, yeah, what's doing? What's doing? You know? Um, but look, I, I, I know it's a tough job, and it's not a job that I envy. Um, but we have to do better as the NRL and as the New South Wales and Queensland Rugby Leagues. We have to do better than that, because that spectacle last night, I believe, looked very in my opinion, looked very one-sided in, in as much as the rubs of the green in those 50-50 calls or, or yeah. whatnot. I mean, what are your thoughts, Was? All right, I kept Unload. it pretty... <laughs> You've covered a lot of it. The only one you missed was the Harry Grant lingering the play of the ball where he looked at the ref for about five minutes and then got penalised and didn't get Sinbin. And it brings to me why I think Sutton's got to be moved on from. And it's not necessarily just this game. This particular match, though, he found the six again in the first 20 minutes. All of a sudden, it's back. He found the whistle and the, um, uh, the, the P and the whistle in the first half an hour um, that had not really existed in the whole series. But there's four things that I, I pointed out that, that annoyed me. Um, probably five if you include the Munster slap. But no action was taken on Joy Arrow on the Tedesco ragdoll. Oh, that one. That one. That, that one wow. to me is just, I don't, I don't know where we're coming from. By, like, Payne Haas and uh, Tino got fined for contrary conduct, all right? Yeah. That was a big thing. We can't have fights in the game. They both got binned. That's fine, all right? That's how you want to deal with it. But to have it not even mentioned about Arrow, the only person I believe that mentioned that you messaged me was Joey Johns. Is the only Andrew Jones. They went yep. to Cam Smith for special comments in the commentary box and he just talked about, oh, it's great to be at Suncorp. How good is it to play at Suncorp? What was Cam, Cam Smith black band nine years ago because of 60 minutes? But 
mate, cough up some cash. Got to sell talk, my baby. book. I got to sell my yeah. book. Forget Cam Smith. Can we leave Cam Smith out of this? Yeah, we can. But Please. so that that went past, and and where I thought that was really poor is that where's the communication from the fifteen thousand blokes in the bunker who were in his ear the whole time? How that wasn't even anyway. So that was bad enough. Um, yeah. Then we had um, uh, the next thing that that hit me was. Which one do I go to? Let's go to the, the incidental contact from Corey Allen on Tyson. Oh, that Prudell. one. The, pu- the push in the back. Maddie, you've been sitting there just sitting there loving us. Maddie's loving this. But that one. Maddie's loving it. On what planet of rugby league officiating is that not deliberate push in the back from Corey Allen? Uh, is that was that the kick ahead from the yeah. Harry Grant? Yeah, and then from Harry Grant through, and then um, Holmes and Cleary. Yeah, I don't. Think that was, but um, New South Wales end up with the ball there anyway. They yeah, did, but I just don't understand. It how should that. it should have been a it should have been a penalty thirty meters back. Like yeah. that that was a real sign of oh hang on we're gonna we're gonna this, this this is what bugs me okay this is why I'm angry about the way this game was officiated that was an origin decision where we'll let that go. We'll just move on and, you know, we'll just push those little things to the side and, and get on with the game. Club level, he's potentially in the bin. He, re- he really is for what he's done. There's a penalty, no doubt, and he's potentially going on the bin. Then we go... I, I, with... I, just on that was, I think, this is how probably silly it was, I think if the ball sits up for Valentine Holmes, I'd say the try would have been disallowed and it would have been a penalty. Because of how, how they yeah, looked at it. I, yeah, I agree. That, I agree. I and agree. That, that Look, underlines I, the issue here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like you were about to say before was, you know, well, we have special rules for origin, but only when it suits. It, it's only when it, it, it kind of clicks with the referee or the bunker. Oh, we're in origin, you know? Um, we, we, we kind of, we kind of sanitized origin a few years ago with the punch and, and things like that. And, and, you know, the message was we're going to officiate origins like we do, uh, club matches, okay, that's good. Whatever, uh, you know, as long as it's consistent, I'm I'm cool either way. I like the rough and tumble. I like a bit of biffy, but if you're going to penalise one, penalise them all. Or if you're going to do it for some games, do it for all games. Um, you know, I mate, I had a problem with that too. I had a I had a problem with a few things, like I've already mentioned. But you know, you brought up a few that I actually forgot about. So we're on six or seven. Kind of very contentious. Well, I'm getting to the, the ones that I think is why Sutton shouldn't have done this game. Okay? Yeah, sorry. That's Keep the, going. The Harry Grant um, linger in the play the ball where he's holding around his legs, looking at the referee like, just call a penalty. We need, we need time off. Just call a penalty. Call, mm. stay, on, stay on, stay on, and didn't get bin. Which didn't is a professional bin. foul. Correct. And yep. then you had the Kafusi one a little bit later. Same thing. It's yep. just bla- It's It's yep. not even... There was one earlier where Cody Walker, who just locks in all the time and he fin- runs that fine line. He got done. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I've got no dramas. Penalise him if you want to six again. It wasn't as black. But it's one of those ones where, you know, players are kind of at the top and they put their arms underneath and they hold him mm. for a battle. This one from Harry Grant and this one from Kafusi were like, I'm not going to even let you play the ball. I'm not even let you, let you get up. I'm going to hold on to this leg. Mm. Just as, just as long, I have to wait for the referee to call something. And then I'll, then mm. I'll eventually try and avoid getting sin bin. And, the reason and, and you know what? This is sorry, mate. This this is exactly what the six to go was designed for. It's to designed not to give the players a break, right? Because that's what they want. They want to stop. They want to stop. They want to have a, a stop, a chat with the referee. All their mates are catching their breath, and then we'll go again in thirty seconds' time. 
the six to go was designed to keep the play rolling and to make a fatigue team more fatigued, mm. you know? Um, so yeah, keep going. How many more? No, but this, this is why this is the, the, the crucial non-decision-making from Sutton. This is exactly what Queensland did in the last 10 minutes of game one. Exactly the same yes. thing. That was a tactic yeah. in the last 10 minutes, which was you are not going to have the gumption to send us to the send in. And those last three, I think, or four tackles before the full-time siren in game one, they just stacked on the mill. They held around the legs. The one that Kafusi done, I'm actually surprised he got binned, like, given how many had happened in the tackles beforehand. And then he mm. finally binned him. So he has seen this tactic, all right? It's, it's clearly a tactic. It's not just... Oh, we're going to have to go off in a second, boys, and start again. Um, it's not just a, a, oh, this is the way the game unfolds. This is a tactic. And he saw the Harry Grant one, didn't do anything about it. Then he saw the Kafusi one and didn't do anything about it. That, to me, is a referee that is unwilling to follow through on what he has already seen. So if he's going to allow that, you've got to get a new referee in because that's, that's not how rugby league should be played, let alone origin. Mm-hmm. That is blatant mm-hmm. tactics not being dealt with. The final one that I've got to get to is the penalty try. In my book, not a penalty try. That's my personal view. Okay? If, I, if I'm looking at that from the point of view of, do I think there is a guaranteed try there? No, I do not. Mm-hmm. Do I look okay. at every penalty try given in 2020? That's in like the top three. Yes, that's a try. Now, again, it's how you interpret the rules as an officiating crew. The way they change the rules this year for penalty tries, they'll give them penalty tries away for free this year. And then that one, they all of a sudden went, it's in Queensland. Yeah, no, penalties on the bin for 10. Maddie, I'm bringing you in now. My view on the penalty try first. Is that fair or not? Yeah, oh, you're probably on the mark. Yeah, as like you, how we were brought up, knowing what a penalty try is, certainly not. But mm. you, you make the point that they they have changed changed that this year. Um, but I, I certainly, I at the game, and obviously with no commentary or anything around, at no point did I think it would be a penalty try. Just yeah. my view, but I I didn't have the benefit of replays or or comments. So, but yeah. I'd certainly see where you're coming from. And in terms of the tactics from Queensland and getting away with that in regards to sin bins? Yeah, I think that's part of a and, and that's where sometimes you know the referee you've got and, you know, that, that's part of the game plan. Yeah. That's, that's part. Yeah. We we're at home. New South Wales let it get to a decider in Queensland. Um, Queensland know they've got manipulators. We've had Smith. We, way back, we had the best ever in Wally. Yeah. Cameron Smith, the second best. Munster's put himself on the pedals as well. New South Wales have to find themselves a manipulator. Like that's that's part of that's part of the game. If you yeah. and anywhere in the world, and something obviously wasn't great, but again, at the game, you don't have a real good that's feel good. of how is refing a game. But name your sport wherever it is in the world a home crowd is going to have a impact on mm. on the official a lot of the time. So New South Wales knew what they were getting to. If you'd gone in and finished off game one, a lot of these wouldn't be issues. So, Okay, so as we finish this segment, boys, it won't be his last origin. Should it have been his last origin, Gerard Sutton? 100%. 100, 150%, mate. Matty? Yeah, I, I, sorry, I was just sorry. going to say, I think, he's had a, I think he's had a pretty rails run for a while. 
and and it's time for some some new uh, new refereeing, I think. Um. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I. I'll, I'll have to watch the game to have a bit. But I. Referees for me are. They're all the same. Like uh, they. They. They're not a name to me. They're the ref. In all seriousness. So, bring back the grasshopper. From the grave. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Barry. All right. We're going to take a break, guys. I'm going to restart the Zoom, um, and we'll be back after the break to hopefully keep it very short about why New South Wales. Suck. We'll be back after the break. I'm not the pretty show. Not the pretty show. Freddie, what are your thoughts on the game? What happened out there? I thought it was a fantastic game. I think they, they were obviously the better team on the night. Yeah. Any, any concern over Jai's input? Jai? Well, a little bit, uh, actually a lot of lack of respect, but sure he learned from that. Freddie, what, what do you think it, it went wrong tonight then? Uh, don't know. Don't know. It's hard to say. I think they played pretty well. I've got to say, I don't take much away from them. So I'll just uh, leave where I thought Cameron Munster was outstanding. He just seemed really busy, and a lot of what he did come off. Okay, we're back. It's episode two two six, not the footy show. I've got Rob Cox and Matthew Duncan with me. It's time to talk about how bad those New South Wales Blues are on and off the field. I got some questions here from Jeff Olsop who asks. A bunch of questions. What I'll do is I'll list them and we'll get to them as we go. He asked, does Fittler deserve the sack over this? Uh, who would replace him? Uh, is there any justification in dropping Luke Keery at all after game one? Is Origin the place where we could uh, see an 18th man for concussion trialed? And how high up does Harry Grant's debut rank? Let's start with Harry Grant so we get the Queensland factor out of the way. I thought it was good, but it's not one of like the all-time great debuts, really. Is it? Um, it wasn't Adam Mogg, was it? Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was very, very good, Harry. Yeah. It was very good. I, yeah, but I, I probably, off the top of my head, just trying to think of, of great debuts. It, yeah, he, he was obviously top three in the game, but mm. um, I find it, in, I, I believe if Munster hadn't had the leg injury in game one, mm. they would have picked Harry Grant in game one. They oh, really? used Hunt. They used Hunt as kind of cover in game one, knowing that if Munster went down, they'd have a ready-made 5-8 to come on. And then Hunt had a very good game, so was retained for game two. So I, I think the the mail is that Harry Grant was going to play game one until Munster was under that cloud with his leg. So yeah, I was happy he wasn't playing game one or two. Yeah, I'd certainly, well, how he went in game three, certainly. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a great it was a great debut. I'd Maybe one day I'll sit down and rank them for um for Jeff. Is it Jeff? It was Jeff. It was Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Roberto, I won't let you talk about Queenslanders because I know you're sick of it. Uh, Brad Fittler, the golden boy, two from two. Got away with last year after blowing game one, I thought. Uh, and then this year, it didn't come good for him. What's Not, not so much will he get the sack, just what do you think in your in your... Humble opinion. What what did he get wrong this series as New South Wales coach? Two seconds. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Was he was he captain in ninety five? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no further question. There's a little jab. Uh, look, I don't think he's going to get the sack. Um, I don't think he deserves a sack either. But someone has to 
someone has to mention to Freddie that we need to pick players in positions. We need to pick them a little bit more on club form. And I'm not saying to go completely with club form, mm. but because yeah. there's, play, there's some players that aren't origin players, mate. And I think Kiri fits into that mould. I'm not sure that he's, I'm not sure that he's the right player for the, for the, you know, we do see extras go on in, in origin and we know that mm. Luke Kiri has had some concussion issues. Um, so don't think for one second that Queensland wouldn't target him in that regard. And so I just, one thing on Kiri too, and I, I know we've joked about this and Inglis, et cetera, but I don't think Queensland would ever, ever pick a player that openly wrote a letter at some point that said they wanted to play for the other state. 100%. 100, what about, 150 what about other countries, mate? Oh, well, no, but Origins, no, like that is, it is different. Like Queensland versus New South Wales, like that is, that is totally different. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Kiri the way he plays for the Roosters. But look, I think the, 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 the big takeaway here is, is um, our bench wasn't great. Uh, our bench was good in game two, but I, I really think we needed some cover last night. I know hindsight's a beautiful thing. I really think we needed some cover. Um, whether it be, you know, and they say Isaiah Yo was the cover for the backs, but look how he went last night. I mean, it's not his fault, but he's a middle player these days. He's not yeah. an edge player anymore. anymore. He's, a, he's playing in the middle. Um, and I would have preferred to have seen uh, someone like, um, you know, someone maybe like Lomax or Crichton or, or Jerome Luai on the Pappenhausen. bench. Pappenhausen would have been a good one, um, you know. But you never think that your your best player, who's a fullback, who doesn't really mix it with a rough and tumble, is going to get um, knocked out. You know, I'm not saying that he's a you know he's a dinner suit wearing player either. But you generally probably wouldn't think your your fullback is going to get knocked out. Um, so I think I think Freddie needs to I think Freddie needs to manage the bench a little better. I don't think he went blow for blow with with Bennett last night as far or Henry or whoever it was as far as interchanges goes. I think. Queensland's interchanges were slicker. I, I think they came at the right time. Um, and I don't think New South Wales's did. Um, you know, Freddie's a very, very smart footballer. Um, and maybe it's too much to be calling the shots for the bench and stuff like that. But we need to pick players in position. Um, I was really hoping last night that we could have got White into 5-8 um, and maybe drop Cody Walker to the to the uh, back to fullback. Um Cody Walker went missing last night for mine. We'll get to that, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, I would have preferred to have seen Whiten in there at 5'8". Um, but we just didn't have the cattle to go with it. You know, we, we pulled Isaiah Yo into the into the centres. And I think at the end there, even, um, uh, what's his name? Angus Crichton was playing centre. He's playing centre. Um, yeah. So uh, there's, a, there's a few selections there that need to be really rethought and thought, thinking about contingencies. But... Um, I still think Freddie's the man for the job. Uh, I don't know to answer the second part of that question. I, I don't know who the other who the other coach would or could be. Uh, I, I, I mean, we've we've now gone back to the days, though. Sorry, we've now gone back to the days of having a club coach, and I still think we should. A, a club coach should be the Origin coach. Okay. Um, I really do believe that. I mean, Bennett did it this year, um, and you know. But who? I, I don't know. Uh, who, who it could be? I have no idea. Um, 
because I haven't really thought about that question. The, the obvious one for me is is um, Bellamy, but Bellamy failed last time he went and did the job as well. Um, Stewart failed. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't answer that one. Have you got any ideas, Was Who could the coach could be? I can't be? see it even remotely happening for at least a year or two. You'd have to lose three yeah. in a row, I think, to, to lose that gig, uh, given, the, mm. given just where his career's at. He's got the plum mm. at nine, um, mm. does the origin match. Matches. Uh, if anything, what this three weeks showed, it's along your point around club coaching, um, Rob. But he got he got outdone by old Bennett. I thought across these three games, um, and and a lot of it started. And this is my biggest bugbear. And I was I bleated on about this to you. I put it on the on on Twitter and on Facebook around him listening to the old sleep doctor too much. And you said something there. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's tell people who you're referring to as a sleeper. Craig Alexander, chief advisor for New South Wales Blues. Um, right. So you think you think Freddie is listening to to Brandy? He did before game much. one last year, and he picked Cody Walker, and then whoops, that was a mistake. And then he picked the team he wanted. He put Trebojevic into the centres and did everything he wanted to for the next two games. Brought James Maloney back, and it was his team. Game one, we missed a massive trick. And you reckon club form is the factor? I actually reckon Origin form is more important than club form. I'll tell you this. The problem with that, the problem with that though, was is that it's a year ago. But I hear, that, but you tell me massively that it been better. If our bench last night had featured Wade Graham, Paul Vaughan, David Clemmer, and Finnecane, we wouldn't have gone better than last night. That's who he left oh, out. I, he left those blokes out of yeah, his know. the job the last two years. I don't. I do not understand it. Oh, mate, with the exception, with the exception of um, Vaughan, I don't think Vaughan deserve to be there. Um, I think you're right. Year, yeah, based on how he played the last 20 games. This this is the thing, and Matty's you're going to join in about, you know, Queensland back in the day picking, you know, Wally Fulton Smith and all these guys, you know, just... Bob Linder's probably the greatest example of a, a, a not an ordinary club football, but just just pretty standard. And was he never set the world on fire in... He was a journeyman, played for Wests and uh, might have had a stint at Illawarra and went, it went around the trap. Yep. Um, geez, he was enormous every game for Queensland. That, that's the one that always springs to mind when you say uh, an origin footballer. I just struggle with the decision to bring in... I, I think Junior Pullo was maybe our best bench player last night. Uh, but Isaiah Yo, good, good footy player. Nathan Brown, pretty good at club level. Payne Haas, everyone loves him. He was really good in game two, missing last night. There's not the starch there of, and the proven at that level there going into the cider. And we shot ourselves in the foot going into game one by saying, we've won two series in a row, but thanks for that. You're not very good this year in our view. And this is where I think the Alexander factor is just too strong. Because um, he's a pundit, you see. He's, and so is Fittler, obviously, to a degree. But, but Alexander does every game, like two or three games every weekend. He has his views. I always ask him, well, who's in contention? And he, he, he laps that stuff up. And I just, I think we get carried away with this club form idea way too much. And, and to counterpoint what you said before about Kiri, mate, he had an amazing year this year. Last year, year before, um, didn't he win the, like he should have won the Clive Churchill medal in 2019 grand final. He won it in the 28, 21, he won it in the 2018 grand final. Like, what more do you want him to do from a club point of view to get into Origin? Is I guess my view. Just and I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, like no, no. That, I, look, you know? I, I, I agree. And we're both arguing. We're, we're, two weeks. Like we're both we're both arguing for the same side to a degree, 
and and but I just don't think Kiri is a, is an Origin player. I, I really don't. He can do what he likes in clubland. I really don't think he's he's an Origin player. And until yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think Origin is the realm at, at this stage of the game anyway of of a seventy eight kilo five eight. I just don't think that he's going to cut it with mate. Cameron Munster would chew him up and spit him out. You know, um, I don't think he's got the. Except he didn't in the, the 2018 grand final. Kiri pointed him deluxe. Yeah, I know, but I, I just don't think it's going to work in Origin because it's it, it's a slightly different game. I think you can get an indicator on how a player's travelling, right? For in in a club in clubs in club season, um, and I don't think I, I think Clemmer should have been one of the first picks in the the 25 man mm. squad or however many. I I think Clemmer is always going to lift for Origin. You know, um, Wade Graham is is another player like that. Vaughan shouldn't have been shouldn't have been there. Um, you know, and I'm a St George fan. We've covered that off oh, before. And you know, guys, like I thought he had a pretty ordinary year. I, I'm not. I'm just saying that when you've done the job for your state two years beforehand and mm. then won the series, and you've and this is my huge thing on Origin with your bench. It's a specific role. I don't care if you play 65 minutes of club football and put up 200 meters every week and make 45 tackles. Your job in origin is playing 10 minutes and lifting your team when you come off the bench. Lindsay yeah. Collins, kids. Joe Arrow even in, in this last game. It's about you fitting mm. a role. It's not about what you necessarily role you played throughout the whole year. And you're not going to play those minutes in origin. That's just not how it works. Mm. And it's not going to be built around you like a pain hearts. Like what, what really rubs me the wrong way is, and this is the question for you, Maddie. I'm bringing you in here. New South Wales had four halves going into this series. They had Nathan Cleary, uh, Cody Walker, Jerome Luai, and Luke Keary. Which one were you the most Jack afraid Williams. of? Oh, he was Which one are you personally most afraid of going into this series? Oh, Cleary. Cleary? Yeah. Why is that? But I, think... I, I saw something last night that just really worries me. It really worries me. I, I, just, like, I, I just felt Cleary always... For mine, Cleary... I probably don't know how to best phrase it, but Cleary at least always tries. That's probably not what I'm looking for, but he always, he seems to have a, he can go outside of structure, I guess is what Cleary, he'll a bit like Munster, like he would try the grow. And they didn't always work, but any, well, I suppose a couple of your halves were, one was playing in the centres as well, so that that makes it. Makes you it the ball for sixty minutes last night. Uh, uh, you say that clearly. I want to bring this up. Now he had a phenomenal season, and there was actually a comment. I don't know about you guys, but when I heard Cam Munster give him a single out in the post game, it sounded like a backhanded compliment to me. But that's just just how I interpret it. It was like, oh, thanks for coming, mate. You lost again. Um, but that kick with eighty seconds to go on the third tackle. That was a club play, and I've seen it all year from him. He's all about you build the pressure, you build the pressure, you build the pressure. We had Queensland on the back foot, on toast. We used the ball really well in the last few tackles before that, and he came to the line, and the club idea of build pressure just took over, and that kick went in for Crichton. It was never going to beat out the Queensland defence in that play. It wasted 30 seconds. We had to start again from halfway. That play killed me, and like I was with a bunch of guys watching it here at my place. And I was ropeable. I don't, I don't lose my cool that often, 
I couldn't believe he'd pulled that play out given where the game was at and what it was just a, oh, I'll kick it because we'll build the pressure play. It wasn't play what's in front. And I just don't see a Luke Keary doing that. I'm not saying that you don't pick Cleary. What I'm saying is that, and Rob, you touched on this earlier, when Walker Offers got got knocked out, we lost Tedesco. How the heck are we going to counter-attack with what we have in the field? That's not the way that they're built when those guys are injured. But that play, boys, like, you mean as critical as you like about with the, the career mail and that kind of stuff with their stats and all that kind of thing. That play for me was just, that was the killer last night. It was such a bad play. I'm sorry. It's just I think, I think, I think he played that play a little late in the game. I think that's a, that's a 70 minute play. That's not a 77 minute play. I agree with that. Um, but I still, you know, I, I agree with Maddie a little bit. If I'm, if I'm Queensland or if I'm team X, and I'm looking at those 25 players that are playing for New South Wales, I'll tell you now, the two halves that I don't want to play against is Cleary and Luai. They're the two I don't want to play against, and I think they complement each other really well because Luai is that player that you want at the line, um, you know, down in the 20-metre zone doing, you know, his steps, and he's, he's unpredictable. He's hard to stop. He's strong. You know, he'd have 10, 15 kilos on Cleary. Um, he, you know... I, I think he's. I think he's your six. And if he's not, then White is. Yeah. Why pick him in your squad if you weren't going to play him? But that I don't know. That one is that one baffles me, because yep. you like. Okay, well, let's look at let's look at said is a is a plus for him. You, you, as you said, the you players that didn't get a go. But why 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 not play him if, if that's what you think, Freddie? Is you're going to that series that he's going to offer that for you? Why not play him? I, I have no idea. What, what do you think, Matty? I mean, you're a Queenslander. Do you Allegedly. want to play? Who? <laughs> he's wearing the hat. Do you <laughs> want to play against? Do you? Would you prefer to play against uh, Cody Walker or Jerome Lawai? Well, I think it comes down. Do you? They've obviously probably. I think Cody Walker's the better player, but the who was going to make Cleary better? I, I think is probably the question. Mm. Um, and. It wasn't Cody Walker. So it's the best. It's where you've just on purely probably on paper picked the two best people in the position, but you probably could have picked another five eighth that would have made your halfback's game better. And I think that's where they've told it. On the clearest kick, I know Brady Yearn again, again at a game, you can have such a, a different perspective on a game. But how Queensland were rushing up out wide, I, I don't think the kick was. Terrible. Like Queensland were just they were, the kick was on. If there was, it was if you had, probably had the better person chasing it. It's just how, and I think it was Edric's side that would have been rushing up. Like he looked. Gagai is the one that came back, I think, because he shifted to the right. Gagai. He shifted to the right. Yeah. Yeah, but how they that rush up? I I'd, I'd even said probably a couple of minutes earlier. I said, oh, that a, a grubber through here will kill us. How we're rushing up. Um. So, but again, I'll have to have a look at the replay. But at the time, I thought, oh, it wasn't a terrible play. But yeah. I think the play was right. I think just the timing of the play. I think it might have been better to go to the fifth and then get a repeat. With six points down, a minute and a half to go, you can't waste tackles. You can't. For the sake of for the sake of having another set, that's just you can't do that. Just on an, an interesting point, it was that the guys we were sitting with at, at the time were divided. The and I, I, I'd seen 
a quick highlight where Gould said you must take the two to get within the six. What what was your thoughts there? I I thought it was surprising. I, I, I felt I, like I thought, they, I thought they'd do it, but yeah, hindsight's a fun, fantastic thing. I, I, I feel New South Wales had momentum. You score a try, mm. it's a, a big difference. Queensland's tactics, knowing that they could have, and we said, you know, we said about Sutton, but they knew six in front. They couldn't get beat as Correct. such in line. They could slow down. Yeah, that's fair. It's a big difference if it's four or two or whatever, if New South Wales had already scored, how Queensland defend that whole last couple of minutes. Well, if it had been two, mm. those tactics that Queensland were excellent at in the end of game one and game three can't happen. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. So it was four in the first game and it was six in this game when they started doing it. Yeah. Hmm. King Guppo, boys. Thoughts? I like uh, him. Yeah. I, I don't think he's the best centre uh, for the job and I don't think he's the best fullback for the job. Just, you know, good club player. Um, but I don't think, he's, don't think he's the man you want playing either at centre or fullback in your origin team. I can't add anything to that. Yeah, he strikes me as a, a very good club footballer. He just looked... He looked lost out there, from, particularly in the centres, which is probably not fair to play him in the centres. We've seen him, but, but he wouldn't even be, he's not like, you'd have Pappenhausen ahead of him as the next choice fullback. If, like if Tedesco was unavailable for game three, Pappenhausen would have been fullback, wouldn't he? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but remember, guys, perception, club form, what's in the media. Guffo was Dalliam. Fullback of the year, apparently. And if you recall, that's not that's not built off Dalian votes. That's built off the opinion of news limited journalists. So happy days. Um, like Zach Lomax, I thought he was going to be our right centre when he got picked in the squad initially. Didn't even see any origin football. I want to finish on this. James Tedesco, last five minutes, and I, I'm actually a bit surprised there's been less said about it about how little he played in this game coming out of this match. It's all about how great Queensland are and they won the game. So you can have that, but the Munster story was huge out of game two. He didn't play. I know it's only been 24 hours, lads, but I am surprised that New South Wales have been dismissed when they lost their best player after five or six minutes. The second thing is their captain, Boyd Cordner, gets knocked out in the first game, comes back on, doesn't play the rest of the series. It's a pretty big out. And Cam Murray plays one minute in the entire series. We can talk all we want about, and I'll go bring it back, I guess, to the start of the show, all about this Queenslander spirit and stuff, and it's there. I'm not denying that. But gee whiz, in the grand scheme of things, when you break it down, New South Wales had some fairly big hurdles to get over, regardless of whether... Was, 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 we had <laughs> Renko Lee and Edric Lee in the, as our centre and our winger. No further getting into whatever. We had I've woken him up. It's taken a while, but I've woken up the yes, Queenslander. Please. Maddie's firing up. It's good, yes. good, good. Go, uh, go. Well, that's it. That, I'm, that's, I'm putting for that. Uh, and premiership uh, winner and origin winner, Edric, uh, Brenko Lee. Um, yeah. What a year. The year of Brenko 2020, they're calling uh, it. They are. <laughs> uh, boys, that now makes it 65 Queensland <laughs> wins and 54 New South Wales wins over the course of 40 years. 24 series mm. to 15. Um, those numbers courtesy of Rugby League Project. Yeah, we move on from the Blues. Um, 
golden opportunity missed to make it three nil and make the whole Queen's origin is dead comment come back up again. Um, I know how much yeah, I was. Was it? It comes down to the second half in in game one. Yep. That's yep. that that's that's where the series was decided. And from a Queenslander's point of view, I think it's a big it was a big change going in ten nil down and seeing Uncle Wayne opposed to to cousin Kevy. Um, yep. I, I think that, <laughs> that that was the the shining point, and and that's that's the whole difference that obviously swung. Oh, the, huge, huge, perfect. Yeah, it was the perfect storm for Bennett because even if they lost three 0 it's a it's a one off series at the end of the year. It's mm-hmm. three weeks. He can lay the groundwork for the next year. He can blow a bunch of players. It's it's he can't lose. The the, the, can, the, the I, Bennett reputation does not get tarnished, and now it's just can I can can I ask something about Bennett? Right, apparently next year's his final year at Souths. Okay, after this. Will he go on and go around again for another club? Oh, Redcliffe. I mean, I, 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 think, I think he wants to. I, I think, think he, he wants to. I think he will. I think he will. I, I, there'll be a club that'll... I, I, he, he wants to, 100%. Mm. Um, which club that'll fit for, it, it will be interesting, but I'm sure there'll be a club that'll... Yeah. Particularly a club that has a... Well, how many coaches did we lose this year? That's We've seen how volatile... Mm. The, Market is that there'll be someone that'll say they'll they'll snap him up. Mm. He'll coach till he's a hundred, won't he? Oh, really? Yeah. If he can still get around, as long as they're yeah. off from the free Coca Cola in the dressing sheds, he will be there with bells He'll on. Be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, boys. Just wrapping up uh, episode two two six. The TV ratings were horrendous, relatively speaking, um, for yeah. the three matches. Although the game three was the highest. PVL. Um, before the series said, "Oh, this could all this could be the the norm," and I know we know the answer is it will not be the norm. It won't be back again next year. I admit that my interest level reading into the decider was much higher than game one or game two, but I didn't love the fact it was bang bang bang, and I can't really put my finger on a definitive reason why, but. I've watched Origin with the same sort of people for a long time, unless I was obviously working at the games or whatever, going to the matches. Last night's the most animated I've heard our group in a long time, which is a great sign, but it shouldn't take till game three for that to happen. And I think the three-week thing, as much of an anomaly as it is, just really takes away from that build-up element to Origin that you need to have that that, that release, I guess, on game night. I'm here to see how the three-week thing went in the normal time slot, in that normal middle of the year, I'd be, I'd, before writing it off, I'd like to see how it fits because I think so much of the, the blaseness of the whole situation was that it was the end of the season. It was a late finish to start with, like yeah. we're, mm. we're well back. It's been a unique year. I think that had an impact. Um, I, I would be interested to see how the three weeks bang 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 goes in the normal. Not that I think they'll try it, but before I'd write it off, I'd, I'd be interested to see how it went. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Matty. Um, I think the three weeks is really good. Um, you get your 25 blokes in your squad or whatever it is, 27, 28, whatever the number is, and hold them in there for three weeks. Clubland keeps playing split rounds for the three weeks rather than six and we get it over and done with. And I mean, not just to flush it down the toilet and get it over and done with, but 
I, li- I like the three weeks. I really did. I know what you're saying as well was the build up and, and, but you can, you can get a fair bit of marketing and build up in seven days or six days in between, I reckon. And I, I like the idea of the, the three. Uh, two final questions, lads. We didn't address the concussion 18th man thing. My personal view is no, it's part of rugby league. You lose a player, you lose a player. I don't think there should be a concussion sub. That's my view. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I think Maddie's Maddie's dog's off the chain. I think. Yeah, What's he's done it. He's done it. <laughs> um, look, did I was thinking about it last heads, night. Did you? What's that? Did you buy him from the Tweed Heads, did you? And he's actually finally yeah. got the result. True <laughs> <Bruce> story. <laughs> born in Dubbo. Oh. Yeah, I like him. I like your I dog. Like him. Get him on the next podcast. He's much more uh, aside with us than the Jared Sutton idea. Yes, mate. Sorry. I, I, I like the idea of a, of a, um, a concussion in a change. Um, but I guess only because we were at the, the, the raw end of the deal last night. You know, like if, if for instance, uh, you know, Cameron Munster goes off and, and you've got, uh, you know, some hot shot comes on, then you probably feel like you're getting done over. I don't know how they could rot it. So that's, all, that's what I always think oh, of. How I, do you rot this? I can think of it in a bunch of ways. Yeah, um, but it was a genuine knockout last night. It wasn't like, oh, now I'm wobbly on my feet because I'm playing like a busted, um, obviously, and same with Cam, Cam Munsters. I like the idea. I think it should be experimented with uh, in club land before we do it with Origin, though. I, I really yeah, that, that, that's, I'm, I'm happy because it's the, as much about the calibre of play you lose more so than, the, the obviously, the, the interchange, but it's the calibre, like, to lose... Arguably, each team's best player in consecutive games is just unbelievable. So I, I don't hate the idea, but I don't think Origin is the place you start no, to, no. to pilot. Last question comes from Mr. DC, a uh, long-time co-host. Didn't give me any context, but I'm going to leave this as the last thing that we address on episode 226, boys. He asks the question, when will New South Wales learn? What's he referring to? I about am. out of position players, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm just I think there's two things. He, I think there's two things he may be referring to: out of position players and learning about how to play Origin football and that passion that, that Queensland seem to have more of than New South Wales to beat the enemy. And obviously, that comes from many years of having sand kicked in their face when they played New South Wales v Queensland. And if you were playing in New South Wales, you had to play for New South Wales. So all the Queenslanders came down. Played for New South Wales, went up there, beat their mates, and you know the stronger competition was in New South Wales. And I think it's the it's the get square from the eighties um, that Queensland is still living on, and and uh, it's a great a great motivator. Um, I don't know if New South Wales will ever get it because we we always, you know, stuck the Queensland stars into our New South Wales side back before Origin and went and kicked some sand in the the, the poor Queenslanders' faces. So we had the good end of the deal for a long time, but. Uh, playing players out of position is one thing we need to learn about. Um, and, and also, you know, having those little club um, combinations, I think we need to learn about a little bit too. Matty? Matty? Uh, no, I don't, think, I don't think you'll ever learn. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Uh, Roberto Cocksmith, Matty Duncan, victorious again after a lean spell of, of two years, mate. Been a long time. I can't, I can't remember our last win, so it's great. Makes you feel any better, you can probably go another 20 years before the Broncos get back to relevance with uh, KW in charge, mate. 
<laughs> well, why would you do that? <laughs> Got to get some love, <laughs> some, some uh, satisfaction out of this episode. Like, I said a couple of weeks ago when you said, did I like the Kevy appointment? As a Broncos fan, no. As no. a Queensland fan, Yes. <laughs> prophesy, young man, prophesy. Uh, you can get Matty at Miss Peninsula, Roberto Cox at R-O-D-D-C-O-X. I'm Anarol Tweet. Facebook.com slash Podcast. And if you want to jump on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever we are, Spotify, etc., and give us a review, that would be amazing. And you can watch this, um, oh, this captivating uh, hour-long session of uh, three blokes with uh, questionable hairstyles. Um, origin, get on the YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com uh, slash WD Nicholson. We'll speak to you next time, boys. I'm not the footy show. Who wants to do the Pepsi? Pepsi. Winners uh, get to choose. We'll see you later, everybody. What, what did the great philosopher, the philosopher say? Uh, winners have parties, losers have meetings. Josh McGuire. Mm. <laughs> Big show. Where was he this series? Queensland won. We'll speak to you later, everybody. Not the footy show. It's people's escape. It's people's relaxation. And... We need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of... I've got a five-year deal here. Pepsi.